what's going on my babies welcome back to another podcast as always i apologize for any noises in the background in advance and anything of that nature so i hope that you guys enjoyed my story and all the things that i've experienced up i guess up until like the last five years of my life and i want to say no yeah it's the last five years of my life anyways besides all that i kind of want to get into depth of how i felt as a kid because i feel like that's going to be a really big contributing factor on how I've overcome all the things that I've overcome. Because a lot of people will look at the things that I've overcome and they're like, how to fuck, you know? Because it's hard to say it versus doing the thing. And I want to talk about some of the things that I've felt during the, I guess during my childhood. Because that's the best way that I can do this really clear and concisely. Anyways, besides that, I always want to say this disclaimer. This is for entertainment purposes only. My opinions are very strong. And so if you get offended really easily, this is not the podcast for you. I appreciate your view, though. Anyway, I believe in your ability to be your own person, to come to your own conclusions, to have your own decisions, to make your own conclusions, and to do your own research, find your own answers. And I believe that everybody has a guidance system. You have a gut feeling. You have a brain in your body. You can do those things. I believe in you. Anyways, so ever since I could remember... I really, really enjoyed helping people. And it's not so much that I take the action to. It was more so like I just did it. I didn't even have to think about it. Like when I was in kindergarten, this kid fell. And he was really shy. And shy people always caught my attention because I realized that shy people are trying to not be noticed. And usually when you're trying to not be noticed, it's because you don't want to be hurt. And because it's hard for you to speak up. And so I was always really drawn to people who really were shy or people who didn't talk to people or people who were just like not people type of persons, you know. And so this kid in kindergarten really caught my eye because he wouldn't talk to anybody. He was so shy. And you could tell that, you know, he was a good kid. And as soon as I looked at my timer, it was two, two, two. So. Anyways, I looked, I, w- I don't know, I was just drawn to this kid. I was like, there's something about shy people that really catches me. Like, I'm just so drawn to you. And if you don't fight for you, I want to fight for you. And I'm just stupid drawn to those people. And so, I kind of noticed this kid all the time. Like, without really trying to notice. Especially because I was in kindergarten, I was just so in my own bubble I was so in my own world, I didn't really give a fuck. Like, I was at recess, and when I was at recess, bitch, I just wanted to play. Like, I just wanted to enjoy my recess. Because I didn't want to go back into that motherfucking classroom. But I was going to sit there and enjoy my fucking time. So, I'm, you know, being a kid, loving recess, and boom, that really shy kid falls. And it catches my eye, like, immediately. And I can't tell you what drew me to for that to catch me. Like, I don't know what it is about me. But, like, I have, like, a fucking sixth sense for when people are hurt. Or, like, when people need help emotionally. And so I'm just like, boom. Like, a magnet to, like, a moth to a flame. Boom. Catches my attention. And it catches everybody else's attention, too. So I'm like, hmm, maybe it's not just me. And 
the school I went to, it was kindergarten through third grade, so everybody was out during recess, and everybody gathered around him. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? Like, is he okay? Like, is he hurt? Because usually people only group up when there's something going on. You feel me? Like, when there's something actually happening, right? And so they all gather around, and they just point. Like, a lot of people start pointing and laughing. And it's like the majority which is a lot of kids, it's like, it's, I want to say it's like three kindergarten classes. I think it's three kindergarten classes and then two first grade and two second grade classes and two third grade classes, which is a lot of fucking kids. You feel me? And it was just like a, like a swamp, like a fucking, a sea of people pointing and laughing. I was like, holy shit, like my heart sank to my stomach and I was like fuck like this kid is so shy and like I just I can imagine how the fuck that feels like that shit's scary because you don't know what the fuck is going on especially as a little kid you don't know what the fuck is going on when people laugh at you you feel me like when you get bullied it doesn't register that you're being bullied you feel me you're just like oh fuck like what did I do and so that that pissed me off and I went into full mama bear mode right then and there so like i just know that this is why i say that like um mama bear by nature because even as a kindergartner i was you know standing up for people i go into mama bear mode i get in the middle i see that he's still on the ground because i'm guessing this dude's in shock because if i was in a situation like that i'd probably be in shock too you feel me like he was just stunned like he didn't know what the fuck was going on i'd be fucking stunned and i'd be fucking stunned by the audacity of these fucking ratchet ass nose picking booger fucking picking eating ass bitches who can't even wipe their ass yet who can't even fucking shower on their own yet and the audacity of these kids that shit pissed me off i was like what the fuck i was like you grimy motherfuckers i was like i bet your mom still shower your ass like the fuck you feel me so i get in the middle of where this kid is I look down at him, I try to help him up, and he doesn't want my help, because obviously, when you're in that position, you're like, what the fuck, like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do, I'm not gonna take your help, like, this is already embarrassing enough, and if you try to help me up, I'm just gonna be more embarrassed, so I understood that he didn't want my help, so I was like, okay, he doesn't want my help, that's fine, I'm not here to fucking save him, and it doesn't hurt my ego for him not to accept my help. And I turn around and I look at this crowd of people who are pointing and laughing. And I tell them, obviously, adrenaline is rushing through my little tiny body. So I'm like discombobulated from all the adrenaline from trying to help this kid up and him not accepting my help. Because I was stunned at the audacity that he didn't want my help. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. And so I was kind of like scared at the crowd. I was like, holy fuck, this is a lot of people, you know? And so... My adrenaline is pumping. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And you know when you're mad? Like, when you're arguing with somebody, you kind of stutter. You know, because you're like, it's like the heat of the moment. And you're like, I can't. You feel me? And so I was like, kind of stuttering. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I was like, I'm, I'm pissed, but I'm going to get this out. And I was like, I was like, I don't understand why all of you are laughing. And if this was you, and when you fall... I'm going to laugh at each and every one of you so you know what it feels like because that's what you're doing to him. And that's what I said. And everybody was just shocked at the fact that my little 
fucking five-year-old self got up and stood up for this kid. And I was like, full mama bear mode flipped on. Like the switch was on. And I was like, alright, anybody want to keep keep perpetuating this? Like, anybody want to keep going? Because I can keep going. And I was like, you guys are not cute. You guys are not funny. This is not funny. I was like, y'all grimy. But obviously I didn't say that because I didn't fucking know what grimy meant at the time. But like word for word, I was like, I'm gonna laugh at every single one of you because that's what you're doing to him. And just imagine how it feels. Because I bet you wouldn't like that. And everybody just got up and just walked away. Like, they just stopped pointing. They just stopped laughing. Because I'm pretty sure they were all stunned at the fact that, like, I stood up for this kid when nobody was standing up for this kid. Like, nobody gave a fuck. You feel me? And they just got up and walked away. And then later on, I go back into the classroom. Like, after that happened, it wasn't, like, a big deal to me. Because I was like, it didn't happen to me. Like, I'm chilling. You feel me? Like, I'm good. Like, I just helped you. You didn't want my help? Not a big deal. Like... This shit, not a big deal to me. Because it didn't happen to me. You feel me? Like, if I was the one who had fell, I'd remember that shit for my life. <laughs> for the rest of my fucking life. But it didn't happen to me. So I was chilling. And I forgot that it even happened. And then when my mom picked me up at the end of school, you know, it was like three. My mom comes and gets me. And my teacher's like, hey, can I talk to your mom? And I was like, sure. And I went and I just fucking sat. With one of my friends. Because I, I'm always, I have always been one of those kids who only has like two friends. Like two friends. One for, you know, during class if we're in class together. And one for like just chilling. Like I've always only had two friends. And so I go and I find one of my friends because one of them had already gone home. And I'm just sitting there with them. And we're just, we're just hanging out. Like I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, I'm waiting for my mom. Like I've never been a really like energized person and I've never been like super like ADHD hyper you know like I was chilling I was waiting for my mom I was sitting on this little bench and my friend was sitting right beside me and his mom picks him up and so I'm like bye and he's like bye and he leaves and I'm just chilling and then my mom's like okay you ready to go home and I'm like yeah we go home and we're at home and my older sisters get back and they're like, you guys want to hear what Jackie did today? And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm, am I in trouble? Like, what the fuck? Why did my name come up? Because I, I am just so used to fight or flight at home. You feel me? Like, you get trauma. And so I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't remember what the fuck I did. And hopefully this is not bad. Because if it's bad, I'm getting my ass kicked. So I was like, I was like already preparing, right? I was, I was like already flinching. I was like, oh, fuck. What did I do? You know, in my little brain, I was like, shit. Like, I don't remember. Like, my stomach dropped again. And I was like, brick. You know? But obviously, you don't really know cuss words when you're little. So I was like, oh my god. You know? Just that feeling of like, oh, shoot. What did I do? What did I do wrong? And she's like, so everybody's just chilling in the living room. Because, you know, besides my dad. Because my dad, you know always been working worked that day and she was like so this is what jackie did at school today and i was like what did i do at school i was like oh fuck or i was like oh shoot you know because i didn't know cuss words and she's like some kid fell and he was really shy and she got up and she stood up for him and she said that she was gonna 
laugh at all the other kids because they were pointing and laughing at this kid that fell. And they're like, oh, that's so cute. And I was like, oh, I was like, I didn't remember that I did that. And that feeling of like, oh my God, they appreciated that for me. That was like my hero moment. I was like, oh my God, I did something good. And I felt so fucking happy because like my family is not one to perpetuate the good things that you do. They're one to like look down at you for everything bad that you ever do. Except, you know, kids. Because kids, you can't really fuck up until you're older. And so I was just soaking in that. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I can't believe I did something good. And they're, they're loving me for this. And I love, like, I, so I'm not the youngest, right? So I didn't really get attention when I was a kid. And so the attention that I did get, bitch, that shit was like dialed up. And I would fucking juice and milk that shit out for all of, all the shit I was worth. Because I was like, I don't get attention ever. So the fact that you guys are giving me attention right now, bitch your ass. I'm going to fucking drain you of all the attention you can fucking give me. Because you never give it to me. So I'm going to fucking take advantage of this moment right here, right now. And so when that happened, I was like, oh my god. Like, I never get attention. So this feels crazy. Like, I was like, oh my god. This is different. You feel me? Like, I like this. And I like this a lot. So I'm going to keep doing good shit. Because I like the way you guys make me feel. And after that, they never really acknowledged any of the things that I did. <laughs> but not that I like went out of my way to do good things for them to acknowledge it. Like I just didn't share anything good that went on. Like I used to stay at school. Like when I was at school and people in my class wouldn't understand something that I did understand I'd sit there and I'd explain it to them in a way that it was easy for them to grasp and stuff like that like I do a lot of little tiny shit like that and I'm not really close to any of my family because like I said I really didn't get attention as a kid and because I'm not the youngest you feel me like my sisters at the time that I was in kindergarten they were in like ninth grade so I was like well the age difference is fucking huge you feel me and by the time I was old enough to grasp, like, I guess everything, they had kids. You feel me? Like, when I was in third grade, they, my, both of my older sisters, they already had kids. And my mom was having another kid when I was in third grade. So I did not get to be the youngest for a really long time. And... So, I guess the attention was really, like, not ever there. So, when I did get attention from that kindergarten thing, I was like, oh, my God. That shit. This, I think that's why I remember it. Because that feeling was, like, super irreplaceable. Like, oh, my God. My family loves me. You know? Like, it's crazy. Anyway. It's not even. Sorry. I want to take that back. Because that sounds like they don't love me. And that's not true. I'm just saying. That feeling. It's like, if you graduated... And everybody took you out to dinner and they toast to you, you know? Like, that's the best feeling you can compare it to. You're like, oh my god, I did something. Good for me, you know? And I feel like that's the biggest story that I can teach. Or I was going to say teach myself, but like tell myself. Because that's the truest form 
of myself. You know, like as a kid, you don't have the stereotypes and the conditioning of society and of what people think you should and shouldn't be doing. And you don't have judgment. You feel me? Like I did not care if kids were my friends or not because I had to. And that was enough for me. You feel me? And in kindergarten, you're so caught up in your own little bubble that you don't really fucking know what's going on. You feel me? Like you're barely fucking learning how to be integrated into school. You feel me? I was in kindergarten. Like that was my first fucking year of school. I don't know what the fuck was going on. All I knew was that I had to be here. And there was a bunch of kids my age doing the same thing, learning the same things. And I think that's like the... Every time that I feel like I'm lost, aka like I don't know who the fuck I am, I look back at that moment and I'm like, that's who I am. I am somebody who enjoys speaking up. I'm somebody who enjoys speaking up for people who can't. And for helping other people who need the help. And that's who I am. And I'm a clear, concise leader and communicator. And even in those days where I didn't even know what the fuck was going on, I was being myself. Being myself meant being weird, being out there, standing up for what's right in my little mind, and doing shit that I want to do, which was to get up and be a leader for that kid and to help that kid. And so every time that I feel like I don't know who the fuck I am, I look at that little kindergarten self of or that kindergarten version of me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm the kick-ass type of person. I'm a person you want on your team. I'm a person that could rule the fucking... I don't know. Rule a school. I could be a principal. I could rule the fucking world. If I wanted to. You feel me? Like, I think of myself highly. Because I deserve to. Because I look out for the little guy. Even if I'm the fucking little guy. You feel me? And not that I would really want to run the world because that's so much responsibility. That's so much fucking work. Ugh. But like, no. No. I don't even want to be a teacher because that's too much responsibility. And kids are, they're vicious. I was going to say they're dangerous, but they're not really dangerous. They're just vicious. I don't really need that. The responsibility of that is ugh, too much. You feel me? And so every time, you, that's just like what I go to. And I like to, well, I was going to say I like to end this, or I like to teach people. But what I really want to say, excuse me, is every time that you feel lost, think of something that made you proud. And think of something that you did as a kid. And if you kind of block out your childhood, you can't block out the proud memories that you cast on yourself you feel me like the fact that i stood up for that kid before i even knew what standing up meant you feel me so you're doing that constantly you're making yourself proud constantly you just have to remember those moments where you didn't have any burdens you feel me and even if that means like you remember going out to play with your friends that's who you are. You're a playful person. Or if you're the type of person that makes people laugh beyond belief. You remember the time that you made somebody pee them their pants from laughing so hard. Or you're, you remember being the youngest 
kid in your class to get a black belt. Or you remember being the smartest kid in your class. You feel me? Like, you know who you are. And sometimes you get lost in the mind fog of responsibility, of being an adult, of having to worry, of all these negative things that comes with living. You feel me? Like... Being an adult comes with responsibilities. And when you feel lost in some sort of negativity or some sort of worry or some sort of thing you want to call a burden, think of yourself as a kid and be like, you know, who was that kid? Because that kid who had no worries, who was self, with no worries, with no bills to pay, no kids to take care of, no needs to be met. Who was that kid? Because I'm that kid. And I will forever be that kid. Even if that kid comes with flaws. And I will start as that kid. And I will end as that kid. And that kid is going to help me feel in place. I don't need community because that kid is my community. And I think that's another reason why I have so much strength inside of me. And why I'm able to help people see the the bright side of life. Because you have to see the bright side of yourself. And you can't do that if you're constantly running away and hiding yourself. You feel me? Like, I remember the... One of my favorite stories about one of my sisters is that she was always like a you don't fuck with me type of person and I find that so funny because when she was little she you know somebody flipped her off and she flipped them off back and she goes up to my mom and she's like mom they told me fuck you and my mom was like and what'd you say back and she's like fuck you. Or what, I let them? And the way that she had that attitude, like, what am I supposed to do? Let them? That told me she's just a fighter by nature. I was like, that's who you are, authentically. And that's the funniest and cutest story you could have ever fucking told me. And I love when my mom tells it to me. And I ask my mom to tell it to me all the time. Because I love hearing it. Because the way that my mom does my sister's baby voice. I'm like, that's so fucking cute. And your authenticity is... its I want to say it's greater than any facade you could ever put on. And you get further through truth. You feel me? Like, I've only ever gotten jobs from being truthful with them. And one time I... Like, I want to tell you a story about... The time I was so fucking brutally honest and still got the job. One time I applied for this job. It was one of my first, first jobs at a Ross right next to where I went to school. Or so I thought it was right next to my school, but it was a one that was way further, right? And so I go into the wrong Ross after getting called in for an interview. And I go in and I'm like, hey, I'm here for an interview. And this is the wrong fucking Ross. I'm at the wrong Ross. And they're like, oh, we don't remember calling anybody for an interview. Like, are you sure? And I'm like, well, I got a call. And, you know, they said to come to Ross and that they do an interview. And I don't remember the person's name. 
And they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll take you into the back and we'll do an interview. Give us about 20 minutes. So I give them 20 minutes and keep in mind, I'm at the wrong Ross. And I look at the number and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is the wrong Ross. And I go into the interview and I'm like, I think I'm at the wrong store. And they're like, you know what? That's okay. And we're going to do this interview. And, you know, if you decide that you want to go to the other Ross, that's perfectly okay, too. And I was like, well... I came to this Ross because I thought it was this one, right? The one that called me for the interview, but you guys aren't. And this one's closer, so this one works more conveniently for me because I go to school down the street. So if, you know, you guys are up for it, I'd really like to work for you guys instead of the place where they told me to go. And they're like, you know what? I like your honesty. And they're like, have you worked in anything related to this before? And I was like, yeah, just one place. I've only worked at Walmart before but I worked in the clothes section and Ross's pure fucking clothes and they're like okay that works for us and is there certain days where you can't work and I'm like yeah I have school from this time to this time so I really can't do much and they're like okay and they're like you know just asking you a bunch of questions because that's what an interview does and I answered them with full transparency because I had nothing other than truth you feel me like I had very little job experience. I was at the wrong fucking Ross because of how much little experience I had and because I was still a fucking kid and I myself am not really one to lie. Like, I don't really need to lie. I don't see the point of lying. Like, lying is just a waste of my time and I don't see the point of wasting my time. Like, I'm not gonna do that. And she was like, you know what? I really like your authenticity. I like your truth. I like your rawness and I'd like to hire you even though that you're at the wrong Ross and I'm not really looking for a lot of people, but I want you. Like, I want you to work here. And it was a store manager, and I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I didn't even try to get this job. Like, I fucked it up, and I still managed to make it work. And she's like, yeah, just, you know, keep doing what you're doing, and we'll train you, and I'll see how you do. And if you do good, then, you know, we'll keep you. We usually only hire seasonals right now, but I'd be willing to keep you because I like your character. And I'm like, that's fucking weird, like, whatever. <laughs> I didn't say that that was weird, but, like, in my mind, I was like, that's kind of odd that, you know, they only hire seasonals, but they're willing to keep me. And I'm like, that sounds a little bit sketchy, but I'm not going to say nothing. Because, like I said, I don't know shit. And I, didn't, I ended up working there for a really long time. It was one of my favorite jobs, and not for the job itself. Because I was really good at the job. Like, I was one of the fastest fucking cashiers. And to this day, I have one of the fastest fucking records. And that, like, store, I guess. Like, I had one of the fastest, um, they do basically, like, a time of, like, how many seconds it takes to get a customer in and out of your register. And do the change and do like all the money stuff and like bag all their shit and take all the tags off their shit. Because Ross, they put tags on every fucking thing. Because people be stealing from Ross all the fucking time. So they put like little tags on them. All of them. And I think I had... The only person that was faster than me was the store manager. And she's like, I like the fact that you are able to keep up with me. Like we're competing. Like, nobody else in the store can keep up with me. But you can keep up with me. And I was really proud of that shit. I was like, bitch, I'm fast. Like, I'm a fast learner. I'm a fast worker. I'm a hard worker. 
I'm fucking honest, even if it costs, you know. And the other, and then like during the winter time, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna need three weeks off because they send us home for three weeks, and so yeah, I'm gonna need three weeks off. And they're like, okay, cool, we were gonna cut your hours anyway. And I was like, well, the fuck you do? <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, you don't have to be that honest with me. And she was like, well, you're being honest with me. I'm gonna be honest with you. And I was like, damn, you got me there. Anyways. This podcast was a little bit too long, so I'm going to end this here. Anyways, I hope that you had a good night, a good, hold on, a good date, a good night, whenever you're listening. I don't know your life. Anyways, I hope to see you in the next one. Peace.